0: Now, we've been on our series on um, our spiritual responsibilities as children of God. Amen? So, today we will continue with that. Um, Like we said, as new converts, we're not required to do uh, much. When people are new converts, they just came into Christ, they're like newborn babies. One of the, the most important thing at that point is to receive, the Bible says, the engrafted word, the milk of the word of God, that they may grow what thereby. Praise the Lord Jesus. But as we grow, God begins to expect some things from us. Now, though we, 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 we said that uh, the newcomer needs to receive the word of God to grow, all right, um, the, the, that new convert needs to do some extra things, like coming to church, practicing the word, giving glory to God, and testifying. You need to testify. one of the things that a new convert needs to learn is to testify. when God does something, you give him glory by testifying. Amen. hallelujah. Now these are not like people like to say we say rules, we say do's and don'ts and all of that, so many rules that you have to keep to be a Christian. Um, If you look at it like that, you're going to create a problem for yourself. It's like um, when you're an athlete and you need to do some training, praise the Lord Jesus, you need to get into the gym and all of that and put yourself in top shape to be able to perform. Hallelujah. To keep your... um, your level of performance at peak levels. Um, if you don't do that, you're not going to do very well. Hallelujah. So, it, through wisdom, we came to find out that there are certain things that when people don't do them, they don't do so well. Hallelujah. And it is those things that we put together here. I didn't, I didn't get this from Bible school somewhere, uh, the Holy Ghost this together and ask me to share it with you. Praise the Lord. They'll be helpful to our Christian work. Amen. That does not mean if a man doesn't keep them that I said that these ten things, if you don't keep them, you're not going to heaven. Uh, I didn't say so. Uh, But something will be missing. And usually what the enemy looks for are cracks. So he can go through the cracks and do something to the believer. So that brings us to number seven. Number seven is that we're required to maintain a good report. We're required to maintain a good report. Titus chapter two, verse seven. It says, in all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works. In doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, and sincerity. Sound speech that cannot be condemned. That he that is of a contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. I want to just say something there before we go forward. All right? Now, you know that sometimes people like to say things that they consider evil about a believer, but what they're actually saying in the sight of God is a testimony concerning you. Like they say, you're homophobic because you don't agree with the lifestyle. To us, that's not speaking evil of you. (laughs) That's speaking good of you. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, he is not all uh, accepting. He doesn't accept transgender. You think you're speaking evil, but the angels are rejoicing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that's not what he's talking about. What he's talking about is that they can't come out and say an evil thing in terms of you doing in wrongdoing concerning your life that are contrary to the word of God. Amen. Exhort servants to be obedient to their own masters and to please them well in all things, not answering again. Not pollining uh, 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 But showing all good fidelity, that they may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things. That they may adorn the gospel. These good works that we do, or the things that we do that show character and integrity, they adorn the gospel. What does that mean? They garnish the gospel. They decorate the gospel. They beautify the gospel. When we do that, when people see it, Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they may behold your good works and give glory to your Father that is in heaven. When people, you know, somebody, you know, left their wallet somewhere, you, you picked it up, you returned it to the person intact. Somebody was going along the road, he dropped his bag, maybe there was $50,000 in there, you picked it up, you returned it to the person. You made sure you looked for who it was for and returned it. Hallelujah. Those are good things. They testify as to who we are as believers. Hallelujah. It it says that we know who the Lord is. Amen. So that is something that is expected of a believer. A believer is supposed to do good things, good deeds. Jesus emphasized that, amen? He said we should be as harmless as doves, as wise as serpents and as harmless as doves. Not that we do not know what the world is doing or the things they know and their tricks and all of that. We know it, but we just don't play according to their rules. We play according to a different set of rules, amen? God's rules and instructions. When we do the Word of God, it's our wisdom before the nations. The world see it and say, "Wow, these people are wise." Some of them get angry though and start criticizing and saying all kinds of things. But the Bible says falsely. And listen, it's not all the time that something that is false does not seem factual. What I mean by that is that let me give you an example. Jesus said. Break this temple down and in three days I will build it back up. When they were accusing him, they said so. But God still called their testimony false. Why? Because what he was talking about was different. Amen? And there's no crime under the law of Moses to say that If you you said you break down the temple and rebuild it in three days, then you've committed some big sin that will require you to be stoned to death. So it's a false accusation or a trumped-up charge against Jesus. So the good works that God says we're going to do are in the Word. We carry out biblical instructions. Hallelujah. We do the word of God. We practice doing the word of God. We, 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 we do that which we see in the word of God to be right. What God has said in the word, that this is the right way to do things. We do it that way. Husbands, love your wives. When the world are divorcing their wives or wives are divorcing their husbands, in Christ, we don't do the same. It's a husbands, love your wives. It's a command. It's not a feeling. It says, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation had appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, Ungodly in this present world. So there is no impression in the word of God that we're not supposed to go out of our way to live right. Now God won't ask us to do something he has not given us grace or ability to do. And sometimes we may feel like we can't do it, but as we begin to take these little steps, just like when a child learns how to walk, sometimes they fall. We are doers of the word. We practice the things that the word of God says concerning us. Amen? So, so we go on. It's said, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. If somebody was wondering, is Jesus God? This is it. He's called the great God and Savior and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity purifying unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. A peculiar people, zealous of doing good deeds. The word translated works here is egon, and it means performance. What you do, what you actually do. God is going to judge the world Because of their deeds. Their evil deeds. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. The apostle made it very clear. He said these things when you're talking about them be serious about it. If anybody is saying something contrary to it. Rebuke the person. And don't let anybody despise you. Now Finally. Verse 6 of chapter 3 of the book of Titus. This is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly. Is it sometimes? Constantly. That they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. This is a faithful saying. And these things are will that thou affirm constantly that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. Hallelujah. Be careful to maintain good works. Don't be sneaking in one corner somewhere, smoking reefer. When an unbeliever sees you and you were carrying Bible on Friday night, it's going to be a problem. You're not maintaining a good report with people out there maintain a good report. People get tempted, but you don't 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 allow yourself to embarrass the gospel. Fast if you need to. Fight it off. But don't allow yourself to be an embarrassment to the gospel. We should be what? Careful. The Bible says be careful for nothing. But when he came to this, he says, be careful. To maintain good works. So I'm going to maintain it. I'm the one maintaining it. God's not coming from heaven to maintain it for me. I'm the one maintaining it. Maintaining a good reputation in the things that I'm doing. Be careful to maintain good works. Otherwise, those things you're doing, they are seeds. You are sowing something, and it will grow. When it grows, you start acting it out. And when you're not, they're not wondering, ah, but this person is spiritual. How did this happen? You were sowing a seed. You were not listening to God. When the Holy Ghost was saying, walk away from here. Leave this thing alone. I'm not saying if you've been there. If you've been there, you probably didn't know that this was how it came. But is how these things come. When those pressures start coming, that's when you should be praying. Remember, anytime time we in Christ have to read the law to a man, if I have to go to the law to open it and say it to you, it means that you're stubborn. So I have to show you that God is not pleased with it. I'm not good to the law. The Bible says the law was not made for a righteous man. If I have to call you and say, don't beat your wife, and you say no, then I have to go to the Lord. Go and find out what does the Bible say. Say, take care of your children, your family. A man is not supposed to get up and just say because his wife didn't act rightly, so, you know, she, you know I don't know, she, she's giving me a lot of trouble. Then you pack your, your, your bags, and you just abandon your family, and everybody just go, the children, and you don't understand something. When you do that, you tear your children, because there's something that happens to a child when that happens. Now it's different. they've never had that. But when they have, the parents have lived together for a, for a while, you destroy their security. There's something that you do. It now takes God to repair them.'re you supposed to, you were required in Christ. maintain good works. And these good works, the works that we're doing, hallelujah, include a few things. Let's look at what Jesus did. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues. And preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness, every disease among the people. We're supposed to do that. Preaching in your classroom, you with your mates and all of that. Yeah, the school will say you don't need to talk to anybody about anything. But when you're talking about witchcraft, they don't stop you. Acts chapter ten, verse thirty-eight: How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. God was with him. So we preach the gospel. What are these works? We preach the gospel. We heal the sick. We cast out devils when it's needed. When that's needed. We do good to all men according to the word of God. Let's look at Galatians chapter 6 verse 10. And as we therefore have opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them which are of the household of faith. And the fourth thing there is that we live godly lives among the people. When we do the word of God, we are being led by the spirit of God. That's the primary way God leads us. That's the primary way he leads us. Somebody says, I'm looking for the leading of the Spirit of God. Look at the written pages. What does he say to do? Do it. That's the leading of the Spirit of God. The primary way God leads us, 75%, in fact, 80% of God's leading came from here. They need the scriptures. Read them. Do what he says. God is leading you. If you, if, you, if, you, if you see what it says in the Word and you don't do it, you're not being led by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. You are being led by your flesh. When you do something that is contrary to the Word of God, you are doing something, you're, you're walking in the flesh. You're not walking in the Spirit. Amen? Walking in the Spirit is doing the Word. Is a being spiritually minded is a way of thinking that lines up with the word of God. So walking in the spirit is a way of, is, is you walking or doing the word of God. Hallelujah. When he says you're tired, you're at home and it's time to go to church. The Bible says, be not, it says don't forsake the gathering of ourselves together as the manner of song. You've given your, your hours to mammon, when it now came to God, you're now saying, oh, I can't do it. I, 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 I just can't see myself doing it today. I want me time. Mammon took your whole week. And you know the funny thing? You can just say, I, I'm not, you know, I, I, I really don't want to go anywhere today. Then they call you from, from the job. Mammon calls you and says, look, we double your pay if you show up now. This is you who won't go to church. You know, pick up yourself and you, who's inspiring you? Mammon, make it a habit. What, do, what does God's word say about this particular thing? And make sure you're not ashamed of Jesus. Or if somebody wants to say, oh, Christians are gathering or, or, somewhere. You, you, you act as if, you know, no, I'm, a, I'm cool. So I'm going to hang with the unbelievers. You know what you're doing? You're denying Christ. Little by little, you're denying him. And Jesus said something to us. Amen? He says, if you are ashamed of me in this evil and adulterous generation, he said, I will be ashamed of you when I come in the glory of my father with the holy angels. He said, whoso therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him also shall the son of man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his father with the holy angels so if you want jesus to deny you on that day you keep riding on whatever you give up on account of the gospel because of Jesus Christ, God will give you in quality it, it, a hundredfold in this life and that which is to come eternal life. Part of it is that we'll keep our bodies holy, we'll keep our bodies holy. See, this body, there are stuff I can't do with it, I cannot do that. Whatever it is, if it's not right in your conscience, keep fighting it. The Bible says we have not strove unto blood fighting against sin. Fight it. Don't just yield. Don't just come there and just say, you know, I know this is my weakness. And then you just yield. No. It's not my weakness. I have no weaknesses. God is the strength of my life. God is my helper.